Well, how are you today? Here we are, God Talk number 36 already. How about that? So uh, we've had Easter, and I just wanted to go back. I have not had a chance to preach anything about the triumphal entry. I know it's a week later, but I'm hoping you'll uh, be able to just put that all together as part of the Easter experience because it's all part of the week, what we call Holy Week. So I uh, call this, Were You There at the Triumphal Entry? I don't know if there's ever days when you're down a little bit and a little depressed. Uh, every once in a while you think, okay, I deserve uh, a little reward, maybe some cheese candy. You have a bad week, okay, that's, uh, that you get a piece of candy. Uh, Hilda and my sons were gone one time for a few days, okay, so I'm alone at home. All right, that's... Uh, uh, that's good for one piece. I had to get a new transmission from my car, $2,500. That should be good for a couple pieces. And the toilet is leaking. We're going to have to call a plumber and get that fixed. That's good for a donut. Uh, what do you do when something is not very good and you're not being loved, not being respected, not being honored, or there's somebody you're scared about um, and you want to do something to make yourself feel a little better? Uh, you might go shopping, you buy some more gadgets, go out to eat, uh, listen to some great music. Someone sent me a website the other day. <laughs> you type in your name, and every day the computer will send you a great message. Dan, you are fabulous. Next day, Dan, you are one of the most talented people we know. Third day, Dan, lots of people love you. Fourth day, you are smart, intelligent, and beautiful, Dan. Fifth day, Dan, we enjoy working with you. And then you go back around. Dan, you are fabulous. How does that feel? Computerized messages to yourself. In the story that we're looking at today, Luke 19, 28 to 44, Jesus had a parade. He knew he was going to have to die at the end of the week. So on Sunday, he organizes a parade for himself. Jesus organizes his own parade to help him make it through the cross. Is that Okay. How do you feel about that? For God to feel so scared, he's got to organize a parade for himself. What would you do if you had a week to live, if you had an hour to live? I had a bee sting years and years ago over in Thailand, and I had an hour and a half to go to the hospital. The first half an hour, we're paddling in a canoe, but after that, I'm in a boat just lying there, just agonizing in misery, and, of course, beginning to wonder uh, if I'm going to make it. You know, you can die in two minutes from an anaphylactic shock. And I was scared to death. All I could think about, God, help me keep this throat open. And, of course, they would ask me every five minutes, how's your throat? <laughs> how's your throat? Are you still breathing? So, of course, that scared me. And I wondered, would my throat swell up? Would I just sort of grind to a halt? Or would I, would I uh, all of a sudden just not be able to breathe? And that would be it. All she wrote. I found out later the doctor on the boat, he didn't have any medicine, but he was trying to figure out a way to take a knife and <laughs> intubate me right there, you know, and cut a hole into my windpipe and bring air into me and keep me alive. Uh, horrifying. And, of course, if I thought if I'm going to die, I better give somebody a little farewell message to Hilda and my boys. But I don't want to say that too quick to freak everyone out, like Dan thinks he's going to die. Then I wondered, uh, where would the funeral be? Would they bury me here in Thailand, or would they fly me back to America and bury me somewhere? How many people would come to the funeral? I mean, your mind goes crazy. Have I done any good? Have I made a difference in my life? And you begin to, to wonder and feel bad, and have you really done enough? And then all of a sudden, they said, 
we're here, Dan, and I know I'm not going to die today. But Jesus knows he's going to die. In six days, it's why he came, came to this earth, was to die. How do you process that, and how do you deal with that? And anyway, a part of that, he wanted a parade. I'm sure to draw attention to him, to himself and the sacrifice he was going to make. But shouldn't God be able to handle everything? As long as he just has God, as long as he can communicate to the Father. Why should he have to have people shouting his name and waving palm branches and riding in on a donkey like a king? Sometimes there are no parades, and you have to figure out how just you and God are going to work this out. I preached a sermon last week for the week of prayer at the last year of Spanish on 1 Samuel 30, verse 6. David strengthened himself in the Lord. And there are days when you have to be able to do that. A friend of mine who's also named David is an ER doctor back in Chicago, a wonderful friend of ours, great picture of God. And he, uh, he got the virus, and he's in ICU, and been fighting to breathe. I think he's going to make it. He's better today. But uh, I sent him a message and I said, my dear brother, First Samuel 30, verse 6, David strengthened himself in the Lord because there's no one else that can get to him in the hospital. His wife is quarantined. She can't go. Pastors can't go. He really can't talk to anybody. He's got to go and find God. But once in a while, we're human and we need a parade. We need people. And Jesus needed people. To be with him. He begged the disciples, can you just bear with me for an hour? Can you pray with me? And while he's in the garden being loaded up with all of our sins, Satan was there every minute whispering. You can see it in the movies. Satan's in the crowd whispering to him in the garden, you're not going to make it. It's going to hurt like fire, the nails and the thorns, and you're going to be whipped. This is going to be terrible. You don't want to do this. Go home. Just go back to, back to heaven. You know what it's going to be like to be whipped 39 times? And no one's going to care. You're just going to die. You're going to be buried. And you're going to be forgotten in a grave in Palestine. Just go home. Just go home. You're never going to see your father again if you don't go home. What kept Christ going, going through the cross was the memory of the parade. The shouts of the children ringing in his ears. It gave him hope that Satan was wrong. It was going to be worth it. It's going to be a final parade someday. Hebrews 12, 2 says, For the joy set before him. He endured the shame of the cross. So I just wanted to start with that today in the first part of this message on the triumphal entry. There are all, always days when we need a parade, when we need people to shore us up and to support us and to say that you matter and you make a difference. And even Jesus was human enough to say, let's start this week with a parade. Uh, there was going to be a day when all the disciples were going to walk away and he would be on his own. Not angels, not the Father. No one was going to be there with him. Peter, the one who did follow him, denied him. And Jesus needed a parade in order to build him up to make it through the cross. So where's your parade? Where do you get a parade when you need one? Who are the people in your life that you reach out to in order to give you a call? And who do you reach out to? We'll talk about that before the week is over. Anyway, let's say a word of prayer. Our Father in heaven, I bless whoever is listening here today. Whatever their needs are, we got the crazy virus, maybe they're working or they're staying at home or whatever, they're just taking a walk. I pray that you'll be with them, Father. We're all human. There were times when we all need an encouraging word, a note, someone to call us, someone to cheer us on, someone to say, you matter, you made a difference. And Jesus needed it too. May we be part of the parade today to still give honor to Jesus. And to you and to the Father, we thank you for what you have given to us. 
Even though we couldn't all worship in person this weekend, we're thankful that all the world, there were services and messages going out honoring the sacrifice and the resurrection of Jesus. So now bless us, Father, as we go through this message this week. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.